Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. As you remember, young Jimmy Olsen, copy boy on the Daily Planet, was sent to the Bar-O-Dude Ranch to regain his health. Situated high in the hills, the rolling acres of the ranch can be reached only by way of a dirt road that winds tortuously up the mountain. It is on this road that three strange, mysterious accidents have taken place. Accidents that defy explanation. One after the other, on three successive nights, Cars have rounded the horseshoe curve leading to a tunnel carved through the solid rocks. And on three successive nights, blinding headlights have knifed out of the mouth of the tunnel and an onrushing automobile forced each of the cars off the road to crash into bordering trees. But each time, when the driver of the wrecked car stumbled to the road, the automobile was gone, vanished as if into thin air. As our story continues today, Jimmy Olsen is calling Clark Kent long distance to report the mystery. Listen. Operator... Operator. I'm trying to get your party, sir. One moment, please. Oh, gosh, I think I was calling Europe instead of Metropolis. It takes us so long. Here's your party, sir. Hello, Mr. Kent? Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Mr. Kent. But something terrible has happened up here. What? I said something terrible has happened up here. What is it? A lot of accidents. Automobile accidents. Great Scott, were you hurt? I can't hear you. There's a clicking in the phone. Are you all right? Were you hurt? Oh, no. I wasn't in any of the accidents. Why are you calling long distance? Because there's a big story behind the accident. I want you to come up here and cover it. What's it all about? Well, there were two smash-ups earlier this week and another one about an hour ago. Something funny's going on. Now, look, Jimmy, you were sent to the Bar O' Ranch to rest, not to play detective. I know, but these aren't just ordinary accidents. There's a ghost car. A what? A ghost car. They've been trying to keep it quiet, but I found out about it. Did you say ghost car? Yeah, it disappears after every accident. That's why I want you to... Hello? Hello? Mr. Kent, are you still there? Hello? Operator? Operator? Oh, we were cut off. Operator? Operator? Hello, operator? Operator? Hello, operator? Number, please. Operator, I was talking to the Bar O Ranch at Rocky Point. We were cut off. I will try to connect you. One moment, please. Okay. And hurry it up, will you please? What's all the excitement, Clark? Oh, hold on. We're certainly giving that telephone hook a terrific beating. Uh, Jimmy called me from the dude ranch. We were cut off. Oh, he's all right, isn't he? Well, from what I could gather, he was excited about some strange accidents that have been happening up there. But I couldn't quite understand what he was talking about. Hello. Oh, yes, operator. On your call to Rocky Point, sir, yeah. that line is out of order. But I was speaking with a party just a moment ago. I'm sorry, sir, that line is out of order. All right, thank you. Craziest thing. What's the matter? Since the line's out of order, I... I don't understand it. What did Jimmy call for? Why, to tell me about a series of automobile accidents. He wanted me to come up and cover the story. What story? Search me. 
Oh, yes, yes, he mentioned a ghost car. At least that's what it sounded like. Oh, I'm worried about him. Something may have happened. I think I'll take a run up there. Oh, I see. Anything to get away for a few days. Now, look, Lois, you know I don't need excuses to get away. Oh, Jimmy's a pretty level-headed kid. He wouldn't have called me for nothing. If something's happened to him, I want to be there. You don't have to make apologies, Mr. Kent. A couple of days at the Borrow Ranch might be very pleasant. But... Matter of fact, I think I'll go with you. Well, no, it doesn't really need both of us, Lois. Actually, maybe nothing at all. Then why waste time? Well, it's just that Jimmy sounded strange over the phone. I don't understand what he meant by a ghost car. I don't like the way that phone went out of order so suddenly. I'll check the trains. I can be ready in an hour. I'll be sensible, Lois. Mr. White wouldn't want both of us away from the office at the same time. Unfortunately, Mr. White's in Washington. Yes, but... You can't talk me out of it. But I can get there faster alone. How? By sprouting wings? Oh, no, my friend. If Jimmy's uncovered a story up there, I'm going to be in on it. I'll be ready in an hour. You better wire ahead for reservation. Thank goodness we're here at last. I've never been on such a dirty train. You were the one who insisted on coming. Don't complain to me. I'm not complaining. I just don't like dirty trains. Hmm. You better go ahead. I'll take the bag. Okay. Watch the steps. I've gotten off trains before, Mr. Kent. Board! 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 Huh. So this is Rocky Point, huh? Not much of a town, is it? You can't hear a word you say. Now, what did you say? Just that it isn't much of a town. No. Well, now let's see what we can do by getting some transportation to the ranch. Isn't that man wearing a cap the station agent? Yeah, I guess so. Let's go over and talk to him. Right. Excuse me, can you tell me if there's a bus or taxi around? Well, we ain't got no regular taxi, but I got a car and I give folks a lift sometime. Private life. Oh, good. Uh, have you time to drive us now? I reckon so. Just closing up the station. Oh. Uh, where's the car? I'll put the bags in. That's it. Parked right over there. Thank you. Come along. I thought you said you had to close up the station. Well, that's only a manner of speaking, miss. Really, nothing to close. There you are, mister. Stove bags right in the back and hop in. All right. All right, Lois, get in. Okay. Sit. Things don't turn over. There we are. Well, mister? Where to? The Barrow Ranch. What's that you said? The Barrow Ranch. Oh, what's the matter? Did your motor stall? This is as far as we go, mister. Better take your bags out. Say, what is this? You just said you'd drive us. Changed my mind. Well, why? I don't know as I got to explain, mister. I ain't a driving the Barrow. That's all there is to it. Look, we're in a hurry. We've got to get there tonight. I'm sorry, lady. Come on, Lois. Let's not argue with him. We'll get someone else to take us there. Won't do no good. Ain't no one in this town will drive you there tonight. Clark, what are we going to do? Stop in town overnight. I'll run you up first thing in the morning. Well, what's the difference? Morning or night? Don't your headlights work? Sure. I work fine. Maybe he's afraid of ghosts. What's that about ghosts? Nothing. I was only joking. Oh. I thought maybe you heard. Just a second. I heard a story about a ghost car causing accidents. Is that why you won't drive us to the Barrow at night? 
Oh, Clark, don't be ridiculous. Oh. A grown man isn't afraid of a ghost car. Lady, that's what I thought until I saw Luke Ormsby's car piled up against a tree. Luke ain't nobody's fool. Maybe the other two were seeing things, but not Luke. Them headlights come right at him, forced him off the road and into a tree. And there weren't a single car track where he saw the automobile. That was enough for me. Hey, maybe he's right, Clark. Let's wait until morning. Don't be silly. You can wait if you like, Lois. Matter of fact, that's not a bad idea. You spend the night in town and I'll go ahead. You can join me in the morning. Oh, no, you don't. You're not going to leave me behind. And besides, how would you get up there? Well, I'll, I'll walk if necessary. You're being ridiculous. If you can walk, so can I. Now, you're being ridiculous. I told you not to come. But I'm here and I'm going to stay. No use arguing with a woman, mister. Oh. Say, look. How about renting me your car? Hmm? I'll drive it myself. No, sirree. I don't want it smashed up. Hmm. All right, then how about this? How much is your car worth? Hmm? Let's see. You reckon about $150? Maybe old, but it's in mighty fine shape. All right, here. I'll give you $150 as a deposit. I'll drive the car myself. If it's smashed up, you keep the money. If it isn't, I'll bring the car back and you return my money. How's that? It sounds fair enough. But it'll cost you five dollars a day winter. And you pay for gas and oil. Fine. And it's a deal? I reckon so. Good. Yeah, here. Here's your money. Now, come on, Lois. Get in front of me. Right. Now, how do we get to the bar all? You just follow this road straight till you come to a fork. Uh-huh. And then you take the dirt road to the left. Straight ahead, then a left turn at the fork. That's easy. Just a minute, mister. Yes? I warned you against driving up there at night. If you ain't listening to me, that's your business. But there's something I got to tell you. What's that? About half a mile from the ranch, there's a bad turn in the road. Just before you get to a tunnel. Watch that. That's the dangerous part. Thanks, I will. Bye. Remember the tunnel. Driving the station agent's old car along the winding road, Kent and Lois go on to the Barrow Ranch. With less than a mile to go, the stillness of the night is broken only by the steady chugging of the ancient motor as it struggles laboriously but steadily up the mountain. I'll be glad when we get there. You're not worried, I am. No, not exactly. But I can't help feeling a bit nervous and talking with that station agent. Well, I can't help reminding you that coming along was your idea. Oh, Kent, if you'll mention that once more, I... Oh, now, wait a minute, Lois. Wait, I... I'm sorry. Let's change the subject, huh? I hope Jimmy's all right. So do I. Well, we'll know soon. Look, Clark, there's a sharp turn in up ahead. Oh, yeah. The tunnel must be just around the bend. Be careful, please. Don't worry. I'll blow the horn to warn our ghost friend. See, there is a tunnel. Please, look out, Clark! Look out! It's a car coming right at us. I've got to turn off the road. Hang on, Lois. We're going to crash. Swerving sharply to avoid a head-on collision with the onrushing car, Kent and Lois crash into the mountainside. Two more victims of the mysterious ghost car. Was Kent able to save Lois from serious injury? Will he be able to solve the mystery? And meanwhile, what has happened to Jimmy Olsen while Kent and Lois were on their way? Be sure to listen to the next exciting episode of this strange adventure with Superman. Don't forget, 
Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.